Welcome back to the podcast. This is Casey. I'm Jill. We are two Gen Xers and a microphone. Well, we're midway through May and it's turning out to be a lovely month, Jill. Yes, it is. I love May because it's the time when school's getting out. Yes. All the flowers are blooming. Mm -hmm. I like the smell of cut grass. Me too. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's just a, a, a very alive time. Mother's Day. That's right. The race, all that good stuff. I was going to say, yeah, it's definitely for Indianapolis, the Indianapolis 500 is such an exciting time with all of the activities. I have loved growing up here and being a part of everything that comes with Indian the month of May. Indian the month of May. Yeah, that's right. All right. Lay our urban word of the week on us, Jill. Okay. This word is called Darth Breather. <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> a, Darth, a Darth breather. This is a person who breathes so loud, they sound like Darth Vader, especially in quiet places. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so and funny. And you've been around those people mm -hmm. where you're just like, okay, they're breathing really mm -hmm. heavy. I hope they're not going to have a medical emergency. Right. And do you, sometimes I'm like, where are they? Like, are they yes. in my ear? Like, why, how can I hear that so clearly? Yes, and they have no idea that they're breathing right. that heavy. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Darth breather. Darth breather. That is funny. Well, we're going to talk maybe a little bit about breathing. Uh, the emotionally nutritious word of the week that we're going to explore is quiet. Yes, and I feel like we have to say it in a quiet way. Right? We have to whisper. Yes. <laughs> you know quiet is not easy for me. <laughs> Let's just just put it out there. Not only am I loud, I talk a lot. I have a lot of noise that happens in this crazy little head of mine. Yeah, quiet is very much, um, as a child, can be difficult to do. Uh, oh, you yes. Know, to not have the wiggles, to sit and be quiet, mm -hmm. um, because I think you have so much curiosity mm -hmm. that it's like, no, I want to get out there and I want to do it and I want to be alive and jump and run and, right. and all this other kind of stuff. So quiet, I think, has to be learned. Did your mom or dad growing up have the look that instantly kept the five of you quiet? Oh, yeah. Especially in church. Mm -hmm. Yes. Just they just had to look over and it's like, OK, straighten yeah. up, be quiet. And I was just going to say, and that is almost the instant reaction is you seriously sit up straight and you mom's the word. Just totally, totally quiet. Yeah. Isn't that so interesting? I bet you a lot of our listeners have had that same experience in childhood. If, of course, you're a Gen Xer like we are. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Just the look alone will mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. I do agree with you, though. I do believe that it's learned because we are curious people and especially kids. Kids are so curious. They ask phenomenal questions they're constantly learning and growing. And so with that comes movement. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, quiet is, I think as an adult, as you get quiet, I think it's more about observation or mm -hmm. more about listening. So many times, and I try to tell this to myself, listen more. Mm -hmm. And so that means you can't listen if you're talking. And if you're talking, you're not quiet. Right. So it's like, yeah, it has to be kind of a practice of, yes, let me be quiet and let me listen and let me be here now right? for the people that I'm around so that I can appreciate what they're saying. I agree. As I've gotten older, I 
feel that I have grown my self-awareness and with that become more of an observer. And it is in those quiet moments where all the answers come, right? Like maybe not all, but the ones that you probably need. I think this, the quiet of a situation is usually where solutions are born or revelations are made and the answers are found because you are taking time to maybe be a little bit uncomfortable, to maybe sit with some discomfort until comfort arrives, or just to think, to reflect, to maybe be that little kid and be curious and find out what is to be known by just simply observing, listening, quieting your mind, and just wondering. I, I think that a lot can be found in the quiet. Yeah. And I think too, when you quiet, you can organize yourself. You can organize your thoughts in a way that can be rational or in a way that makes sense, that in a way that makes you get to a conclusion. Mm -hmm. um, and I was thinking, you know, sometimes there's so many times like when you're in the shower, when things, <laughs> when things come to you and it's right. because most of the time, you know, outside of the water, you're quiet in the shower. Right. And so your mind is, is, is kind of, you know, um, not firing crazy, right. you know, where it's just kind of taking everything in. I think about immediately after getting divorced, I went through this mindfulness based stress reduction because it was really hard for me to not replay, you know, a decade's worth of activities in a relationship of if I had done this, could I have gotten that and would things be different? And um, and so I what I really appreciated about the mindfulness based stress reduction is that you sit in silence, dedicated each day you you carve off time for yourself to be at peace and meditate. And for some people that doesn't work, right? I know it took me quite a while in that class to figure out how to meditate because I, I actually like thinking. I actually like patterns of information that I can figure out. And I, my mind, I like that it goes a couple of different ways at all times. It doesn't like I'm, I'm used to this. But I really, really did learn how to stop and really just evaluate what was around me in the in the silence and in the quiet. Because we're in such a noisy world, right? We get information at us through so many different mediums. We have social media platforms. We have news. We have people, right? We're interacting one-on-one -on -one and in groups. And that noise is a constant. It's just constantly there. Um, I think about when we can reset that back to silence, sometimes that feels really lonely because we're not used to it. Yeah, it can, we are always on the go and we're always go, go, go. That's sitting with yourself and being quiet. It feels abnormal. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I always think it's part of recharging your battery. Right. You know, you cannot continuously go, go, go. 
and being in the quiet and, and just resting, mm-hmm. you know, taking out 10 minutes to just rest, um, you know, it can just be rejuvenating. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, just because someone's quiet, don't dismiss that they are valuable. Um, sometimes the quiet people are the ones that are really absorbing it all. And in their mind, you know, they're categorizing things and they're, they're trying to see how it will work. Um, so give them the space that they need to take it all in um, because they will contribute. I love that you're saying that, Jill, because I, I'm thinking about work and I have a, such a wide variety of people on my team and I have some quiet observers that I really try to prepare and give information to ahead of time because I want them to be contributors in conversations and in meetings. But I know that they like to sit and observe first or they they want processing time. And that for them is the quiet. That is like, like I just mentioned, like they that to think through something, not to have to be told something and then what decision or mm-hmm. told something, what's your reaction? There's that silence, that quiet again is where the answers are. And to not honor that for especially a work team can be really detrimental to those that don't operate in a let's make split decisions or yeah, you can come in a lot. A lot of people know they can come to me. They can run me through five different things. I'm like this one, right? I can make a a fast decision. Not everybody operates that way and it doesn't mean it's bad. It just means it's different. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think it's, it's all about, um, no one is superhuman. Right. We all have to have our quiet moments. Yes. Um, and sometimes I put myself in time out because I'm like, you're running ragged. You need to stop and just get yourself together. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're feeling those times when you're feeling overwhelmed. It's like, you know what? No, you need, you need to just have some quiet time, mm-hmm. prioritize, um, figure out, okay, what's the best path forward? You know, and sometimes that's just a little bit of peace and peace, quiet reflection. Absolutely. You know, I love to color. I loved, you know, I love coloring books and markers and pencils. And I find that that to me is where peace comes is because it is a quiet activity for me. Um, I, I can definitely concentrate or I can do it mindlessly, right? So if my mind is going a mile a minute when I start, by the time I end, it's settled. And that I love. It's a different way of quieting my mind. Sometimes I just have to write about things. So I want to journal. I want to get everything out of my head. Or even if I'm talking about something incessantly, okay, if I just write it all out, maybe then I'll stop talking about it. I'll get it out of my head. I will. Uh, Because I do think that quiet is a great resetting. Yeah. 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 So when you're, when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling like I can't quite get it together, take a few quiet moments and just soak it all in and hit the reset button. Just have a deep breath. 
Yes, breathe. I love it. Until everyone has hope, here's your weekly dose. Bye-bye. If your life didn't turn out how you thought it would, you are in the right place. If you're confident that life turned out exactly as it was supposed to, then tell us what you'd like to discuss and why. You can reach us at two Gen Xers and a mic. That is the number two, G-E-N-X-E-R-S-A-N-D-A-M-I-C at gmail.com.